Hello, everyone. This is Brendan from the Christian Music Verse Podcast. I'm joined today with the Kingdom Vesselist Band, and I'm going to let them, I'm gonna let them introduce themselves and what they do with the band. So go ahead, guys. Um, hi, uh, my name is Bryson, and I do lead guitar and backing vocals. My name's Jacob, and I play bass. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is also Jacob, and I play drums. My name is Corey, and I play acoustic guitar, uh, piano, and lead vocals. Do you guys go by, like, Jacob 1 or Jacob 2 sometimes so we know who's who? Yes. Yes, I'm Jacob number 1. He's Jacob number 2. That's right. That's right. I'm proud of Jacob number 2. <laughs> That's a kind of cool, funny how you guys are both Jacob has me. And mine and Brad's names are similar, so people are like, Brendan and Brad, and they're like, this is a tongue twister to say, and that's like one of our fun parts because they just, <laughs> but um, tell us a little bit about your guys' background, like where you guys met or where you guys are from, and like just how you guys started playing music together. Uh, sure. Um, I mean, I can take that. Um, if you guys have anything to add, feel free. Um, we most of us met through church, so I actually believe me and Corey we first met through um so we so we both go to charleston southern university um in charleston south carolina and we met through the campus worship called um elevate there um i was starting playing guitar he was starting doing um he, he was pretty much jack of all trades um because he was like acoustic guitar bass guitar singer like he was pretty much doing whatever they asked uh him and i really hit it off we became friends through that and so fast forward a little bit um, me and the Jacobs are going to the same church. Uh, it's Northwood Baptist in North Charleston. And we all were playing on the worship team at Northwood. And we all just became friends, figured out that we all had this common love of the gospel and sharing the gospel and music just in general. So very short story is we all formed together um, just because you know, it was laid on my heart to start a Christian band that was not necessarily um, with a certain church or with a certain um, like campus ministry or anything like that. And so um, first person I asked was Jacob, number one, uh, to play drums and then Corey. And then last but certainly not least, uh, we had Jacob, number two on bass. There were no other bass players. <laughs> <laughs> um so as a band yeah i've seen you guys put out an ep on spotify um how was that experience for you guys wild i mean okay so i'm gonna <laughs> give a little backstory with that <clears throat> so november 2020 um 2021 sorry november 2021 I went to a Brandon Lake and Phil Wickham um, sing-along tour. Um, and crazy, I got pulled up on stage by Phil Wickham and prayed over uh, how that happened. I'm not sure, the grace of God, I guess. Um, but prior to that, we had a Q&A session. And I told Brandon and Phil and Pat Barrett was also on that tour. I told them, like, we had planned to, you know, record in a live album that same night as our very first concert ever and so they prayed over that and it was just like 
solidified that oh yeah we're recording this and we're releasing this so through that experience that's why like who records their first their first concert let alone their first like like this we've been playing with each other for a couple months up to this point but i mean we it was just a wild thought to think yeah this is our first ever concert in front of anyone first ever cohesive concert let's record it and put it on an album or put it on an ep and it worked we just did it <laughs> <laughs> how was how was that like experience with phil wickham like how was it to you like in your opinion like i mean i really feel i really feel like it was spirit-led i feel like i was there for a reason and i feel like he prayed over uh kv i feel like he prayed over us for a reason um because when i got up there i made sure to make sure it wasn't about me I wanted everyone to know that KV, like our band, we're releasing an album and we want everyone to go check it out. We want everyone to, to love what we're putting out. We want everyone to love and support us and, you know, do what they can to, to help support the mission of Kingdom Vessels. So when I was up there and I got to talk to one of my heroes, Phil Wickham, about my band recording an album, it was just an ethereal experience. I mean, it was just, I was over the moon. And so the the only way to really describe it is just completely spirit led and just completely anointed by God that I was there and that He prayed over me and KB. So that's a really cool story. Like I don't hear much stories like people have like recorded their first album or EP like in their first concert ever. So it must have been a little nerve wracking. I can see like I get nervous when I'm like interviews like these or meeting with artists, but it's always a good experience. People turn in. It's always a fun time. Yeah, dude, it was bad. It was bad. Like, we, we got ready. It was like, we kept looking out behind the uh, curtain at Northwood Baptist, and, like, we just kept seeing people come in. They were coming and coming and coming. And I was like, oh, my goodness. We have to we have to show out now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we have to prove that we're worth something now. You know? Like, it was just crazy. Who would you guys would say are some of your biggest musical influences? Should we let oh, wait, take this? Because it'll take okay. like 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. I'll try to I'll try to sum it up. So from like, the you don't have to go in much detail, just like a couple artists yeah. that you, and then so from the world of Christian music, um, some very big influence of mine. My so my favorite Christian band artist ever is Third Day. I mean, I'm a huge Third Day fan, and even Mac Powell with his solo stuff, I'm a massive fan of them. And as well as Crowder, Casting Crowns, you know, that general genre of Christian music. Um, as far as my playing goes, there's really only four guitarists that I can think of off the top of my head. And that's Richie Sambora from Bon Jovi. Um, he's the reason I picked up the guitar. Uh, Eddie Van Halen from the band Van Halen, of course. Uh, he's the reason that I really started taking it seriously and wanted to get better. Uh, then the other two are John Mayer and uh, Kingfish Ingram. Those two have a very big, very, very big influence on my playing. Yeah. Yeah. I just actually saw Crowder last week. So it was really cool. Like if I was in a band, like Crowder, Mercy Me and Casting Crowns would be like my inspiration for me personally. Like they all have cool stories and it's everyone has like their unique story. And it's really cool to see like where to get their inspiration from. Definitely. We're going to just switch gears for a minute. This is going to be a complete random question. So sorry, this was that prepared. But if you could cover any song, what would you cover? Ooh, that's a good question. 
Corey. You see, this podcast, we just go on random tangents sometimes and just go for any <laughs> topic. But it's, it makes it more fun and engaging, you know? Any song ever, like a, like any genre? Yeah, it can be any genre Steve, if you can cover Oh, my gosh. I really think, I really think we could pull off Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I really think we could pull it off. We've got, it's so, like, like wacko all over the place. And it's just so, so musically, so musically intricate. Um, so I really feel like we could pull, I don't, you know, I really That's bold. It is bold. And I know the only band to even come close to this Panic of the Disco. But um, even then, like, that's not touching Queen. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Bohemian Rhapsody. I think we could do it. That's a pretty unique song to choose. If, have you guys ever heard of the cover of September by Tolerant Wells? You know, Tolerant yes. Wells, September, oh, September. my gosh. That's that's what, that just made me what it thinks of. Like, you guys just say Bohemian Rhapsody. That's what made, made me think of. But Tom Wells has a cover of September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. I recommend if you, to check it out if you guys haven't. Oh, yeah. such a good cover. I'm like, you have to check it out. So this is, like, <laughs> this is kind of a sad thing. So when Tom Wells first got out of Royal Terror, he was so a little solo. Like, no, like he was still getting well-known. Like, he was a little indie, maybe like a little independent artist. And I was doing his merch table, and I was working his merch table. And all of a sudden, I heard that song on. I was like, am I at the right concert? Cause like, and then it was just like Tarwell comes out on stage singing that song and everything. I was like, I guess I am at the right concert. <laughs> nice. Um, what has your been? What's each of your guys' personal favorite memory of being in this band? Wow, that's a. Uh... Or right, you take it first. Me, huh? <laughs> That's a, that's a tough one. I mean, the 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 night of our first concert was just epic. Um, I mean that that is something that yeah, even even like I I know it was it, it was a it was that whole night. Um, I was actually working uh, before then, and um, like I I was supposed to get off early, and then I didn't. And then, so I'm rushing to get to the church uh, late. Um, I mean, not late. I was still early, but just not as early as I wanted to. And I, I mean, it was just the spiritual warfare that I felt in that time um, was just a lot. And then at one point, Bryson decided just to leave and go do some homework. Um, <laughs> it was like an hour before the concert. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got a paper to go right. I'm gonna write that real quick. <laughs> yeah. So um it, it was just it was just a I mean it, the whole day leading up to that time was just crazy. And then just getting in, in the moment, you know, worshiping God. I, I mean, having like 250 to 300 people in the audience, knowing we're recording, it it really is like probably the, the pivotal moment of that. That's pretty cool. You guys had like 250 to 300 people on your first concert. Like that's pretty good for you. Like you're being having your like first show. So that's impressive. All right, Bryson, you got it. What's your favorite memory? Lighting on paper. Oh man. All right. So I know, I know for me, 
this past summer, there was a gig that we did. Uh, it was a local gig. We were actually playing at a behavioral health facility in Somerville, South Carolina. And it was an incredible experience because the kids were just awesome, first and foremost. But second thing was, I think at the end of that gig, at the end of basically once we stopped playing the music, every member of the band had a gospel conversation with at least one of those kids. And it just kind it just kind of solidified why we do what we do. Like regardless of the size of the gig or the turnout or regardless of our popularity on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever the case is, like we are messengers of the gospel and we have been blessed with that opportunity and that privilege. And so for for, for me, that was uh, kind of a core memory from uh, my experience with KB so far. Um, yeah, that's great, Bryson. That's um, one of my favorites as well. It was just, it was so cool. Kids, the kids were pouring onto us. They were just showing like, like just an immense level of love that they haven't felt outside of that place. Um, it was just, it was really encouraging to, uh, to see where their hearts were and then where their hearts were after we left them, after we, we have shared the gospel with them. My personal favorite memory though, um, has to be one of our more recent gigs back in November, somewhere around there. November. I think we played a youth conference in Charlotte, North Carolina, dude. They were so good to us. They put us up in this like 12 star hotel. (laughs) Dude, dude, it was so, it was so cool. Like the whole thing, like they just, they loved on us. They were like really easy to work with. Um, It was just like that sense of, oh, like we're real people. You know what I mean? We're not, not any more than anyone else. You know, we're staying in the same hotel with all the kids and everything. It was just a, really eye-opening experience like how good people are to us um, and how good God is to us to enable us to be at a youth conference like that to be able to play in front of 150 kids that just are eager to learn more about the gospel and so that whole experience just driving up to Charlotte staying at that really nice hotel I mean it was just like they had a waterfall man they had a waterfall within the middle of the hotel it was like 20 stories it was crazy but um, is that why it's a twelve star? One more time. Is it because is that why it's a twelve star? A waterfall? Yeah, basically. <laughs> but um, no. So I mean that that's one of my all time favorites is just seeing all those kids. Um, you know, we heard there were there were a few salvations that weekend, and it was just it was just a great time. So yeah, sucks. Um, I'll probably have to piggyback off Corey and say that was probably my favorite memory as a band. Um. I have not much else to say other than that. He's, he pretty much said everything. Um, the kids were so authentic in their, in their relationships with Christ. And you could see that through the way they worship, the way they interact with everyone. Their worship was just so authentic. Every yeah. single session we had, it was, it was complete surrender. Yeah, it was good. To Christ. It was really good. And it was, it was just really, really nice to, to see that yeah there was a there was a part actually the last night we were there where the spirit was just moving and flooding that place i mean we we ended the last song i think we did oh come to the altar that's the last song 
And the kids came down, they came down to the altar and they were praying for repentance and they were, they were praying and just crying out for the Lord and the spirit moved, you know, and we just kept playing and playing. And I, I like, I ran out of ideas of songs <laughs> to keep singing because how much the spirit was moving, you know what I mean? Like we just kept going and kept going because the spirit of God was just overflowing that place with all those youth and just their passion for Christ and their passion for for worship and it was just it was just a beautiful thing seems like a powerful moment do you do you guys have any conferences or anything coming up like that again um we will in the future <laughs> hopefully <laughs> um at the moment we don't really have a whole lot planned um we've mostly been taking care of kind of behind the scenes stuff like making sure that our live sound is okay and making sure that um it just just a lot of behind the scenes stuff at the moment well if you guys ever need any help or anything you guys can hit me up and i'll try to see what i can do for you guys and everything <laughs> for sure like i'll be actually in south carolina in like three weeks fun fact so that's i'll be there nice. for like a week so what parks i'm gonna be in myrtle beach i'm going on vacation with my family and everything so okay that's fun yeah God, so but like okay so now for my favorite part i always ask everyone this what is your like favorite artist or song i just like to hear like people and then like because like we like discussing christian music so i just like to hear everyone's opinions on songs and albums <laughs> i'll go first yeah you got it um, so lately my favorite has been um it's been from 10th avenue north it's off their live ep that's back in that was back in 2011 it's pretty obscure you have to scroll down on Spotify quite a bit to find it. Um, but Love is Here, the live version. It, it is top tier of a live live recorded performance. And it, <laughs> me and Corey listen to it in the car pretty much any time we're in the car together. We listen to it religiously. <laughs> I, I think I've listened to a couple of the tracks off the album. I haven't listened to the whole album. That's that's definitely my favorite right now. Ard Bryson. You go ahead, Ard. Um, for me, it's um man, I I just recently watched that movie, the Mercy Me movie. Uh, I can only imagine. Oh. And so I loved that song uh as a kid. Um like that that i listen to that all the time love that song um bass wise a song that has killed me for years is salvation is here um with the actual bass solo part and that has is like a song that i i want to punch in the face so bad but <laughs> to this day I still cannot fully get that solo down. So, oh man, that's funny. <laughs> and I like, I like. I can only imagine too. Like Bar Miller's one of my favorite songwriters. I like all his personal songs. He's, a, if you get to know him, like I don't know him personally. I wish I did because he would be a cool dude to know him personally. But whenever I see him, he like it just has great stories with all his songs and meanings and everything. Yeah, definitely. Nice. All right, Bryson, your answer is going to shape my answer. So you go ahead. All right. So here recently, there is this artist um, named Charity Gale. 
and she has this live album called Endless Praise. Oh my gosh, it is incredible. I mean, there's there's not just one song that I can pick off of that album. I mean, musically, vocally, lyrically, it is just a 10 out of 10 album that I would recommend to anybody who might be interested. I'll have to check that one out. It's so good. Yeah, and so, okay, well, it goes without saying for the rest of the band who my favorite artist is. Uh, Brandon Lake. Brandon Lake <laughs> is 100% my favorite artist, um, specifically his recent album, Help. Um, Brandon Lake released that as a mental health record, um, and, and mental health uh, is something that's very, very, very near and dear to my heart because I struggle with mental health, um, you know, things. So uh, specifically the song So Close, uh, it's Brandon Lake and, and Amanda Cook. And the the song, uh, it, it cries out and it says, you're the end of all anxiety, the safest place for you, the safest place for suffering. I mean, Jesus is closer in our hearts than we've ever known. I mean, he's right here. He's with us. So, I mean, just the overall message of that album, just the message, every single song is just, it's the nail on the head with what it truly means to battle mental health as a Christian and how to overcome it through the blood of Jesus. So, I mean, it's a beautiful written album. He's a beautiful man, uh, you know, great, long, luscious hair. Um, you know, that's what I'm going for, but we're, you're getting there. We're about halfway there right now. So, but um, no, that's just, that's who, that's who influenced. That's my favorite. So. Awesome. So we just have a few more minutes. Is there anything else you guys want to discuss? Anything you want to ask me? Or floor is open to discuss whatever you guys want to discuss. We just like giving people the floor to discuss whatever they want to talk about. Um, I, I think uh, just one thing that um, I actually talk at, at every show um, that we do about is is our merchandise um first off norman creates that that's the other jacob uh jacob number one he creates just some incredible logos and stuff and does just a phenomenal job um and and our merchandise is is really good um but then just one thing that was kind of near and dear to us is um one of the things we do at our merchandise table is we have Bibles there that we give out for free. Um, and, uh, you know, we kind of started this and I think like one Bible got taken that like, you know, three or four shows, but then just at the last couple shows, I mean, the, you know, we've been playing a lot of youth events and stuff and, and the students are just grabbing those Bibles up. And I mean, we're, we're just about out. We, we actually probably need to order um, some more and everything. And it's just such a huge blessing to be able to um, just get the word of God out there more and more. Awesome. I'll definitely check out your guys' merchandise and everything. So I'll check it out for you guys. Anyone else want to add anything? I guess for you, what's a song that you've been listening to recently or an album that you've been listening to recently? Uh, so I have a couple. I just saw Cochran and Co. live last week because I went to the Hit Soup Tour, hence the hat. But uh, his new album, Running Home, is really good. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend it. Like, I think I played all 10 songs of that album on Spotify before I went to see the concert and I liked every single song. So that's like a big one. 
before you guys join in, I was listening to We Are Messengers, Come What May album, or I mean, Cold Heart, Wholehearted album. Yeah. So, nice. my, and then I've been also listening to a lot of Big Daddy Weave lately. So, there's are a couple of few artists. I listen to a little bit of everything. Like, everyone's like, I like one genre of Christian music. Like, the other day, my music went from like Lecrae, The Red, The Mercy Me, to like, anything. So, let's go. I mean, I saw Red back in, like, it was, like, 2015 or something, Winter Jam. Those guys. Winter Jam from 2013. Oh, I mean, yeah. That's probably, <laughs> that's probably what it was, honestly. Um, but, but, so, like, I just, like, talking crazy music, we, like, like I said, we like meeting with, like, different artists, just hearing their story, talking about a little bit of their fun experiences and everything. So, that's, like, what I like to do. My Spotify playlist is over 1,800 songs long of Christian music, so. Let's go. I mean, you're rocking it. So, I listened to it a little bit. Everything. Yeah. But mainstream, I'm a big Coldplay fan. So, gotcha. Uh, there's a lot of hidden meaning in Coldplay songs. If you actually deep dive into their music, there's a lot of hidden meanings in a couple of their songs. And I don't know why Rice and Screens like being like a ghost glitch up. Like, <laughs> sorry. Your Bryce is glitching out. That's funny. <laughs> Dude, I don't know what's going on. It's been doing that all night. It's that CSU Wi-Fi. Yeah, it's, it's haunted. Um, no, like we're talking about Winter Jam. Like that's a uh, like that's ultimately where I think we want to go. Like we want to play Winter Jam, mm-hmm. uh, like mega bad. You know what I mean? We got to. <laughs> We got together to form the band. We were like, all right, so like, what's our what's our big goal? And I was like, Winter Jam, like that's my big goal. I've wanted to play. I wanted to play Winter Jam since 2014, when I or 13, or whatever, when I first won the Winter Jam. I was like, oh yeah, like we can do this. Like I mean, thousands of people at PNC Arena in Raleigh just like throwing their hands up, like uplifting God, and it's just like that's great. I want to be a part of that. You know what I mean? So, I want, yeah, I feel feel you like saying one of my personal goals is that tour somehow with like a band or an artist just for like even if it's for like two weeks like it's just something i want to do yeah for sure but is there anything else you guys want to add well you you are you know tech right tech like tech can, can you run sound a little bit i'm more of the behind bit. the scenes i know how to okay. do videos like I know how to act, operate okay. video production. I took a video production class for like five years, and I do photography. So what I'm hearing is, if we go on tour, we know a guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a. I, I actually majored in social media communications too. So there so you go. So that's like, that's one reason like we made this podcast too, Brad and I. We like talking about Christian music, and I wanted to do something my major was a part of. So this is like one way I could incorporate those things. So. It's pretty sick, bro. Well, you're doing a good job at it. Well, thank you. Of course. Well, 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 thanks for joining me. I know this is a little uncasual interview, but that's what we like to do. We like to do uncasual interviews, just random questions, and just have a great time. So that's what we try to capture with our guest stars and everything. Sometimes we'll have a theme. Sometimes we just go off record. <laughs> but that's what makes, I think that's what's one thing that makes our podcast unique. We give the people the floor to speak what they want to speak about. So Thanks again, everyone that is watching. Tune in later this week for a couple of other more episodes. We have a few fun week ahead. And check out Kingdom's Vassals of Music. I highly recommend them to all those who are listening. <laughs>